Hello, Asalaamu Alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And today is the day after Christmas, but I think it still is officially Christmas in the West because they're not surprising. One day behind us. Um, it, it kind of, you know, got me thinking that perhaps I really need to get this out there. Um, Christmas cheer the hypocrisy of it. Um, the Western world talking about Christmas and Christmas cheer and what Christmas is all about and the meaning. But first of all, Christmas isn't really Christmas. Um, Jesus wasn't born in December. He was born in spring. And this in itself sometimes makes me wonder, why would you lie about the very birth of your prophet, who you actually claim to be your Lord, why would you lie about the birthday of somebody who is so important to you that your whole re religion is involved around him? Your whole religion stems from him. Why would you lie about such a small thing? Why would you base your religion and religious activities and festivities on a lie? I really don't get it. First of all, I don't even get the point of lying, to be honest. Because, I mean, let's face it, when something is so important that it's the actual foundation of your lifestyle or your beliefs, and it's based on a lie, I mean, I, I just don't see why. Jesus himself was not a lie. He was an actual person. He lived. He was a prophet. So why would you spin lies around him? Why would you base your religion on a lie? I don't know. But actually, this is something that, you know, even Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, um, sort of, he did not talk about Jesus and the lies, but he did talk about how people can take actual religion, um, the actual divine message, and twist it and turn it for their own benefits. But again, what benefit you're getting from it, I don't know. I mean, the whole Christmas thingy, I would say, started, the whole point of this 25th December thing started because they, the priests, the then priests, wanted to um, make it easier for the, um, the non-believers, that they called them, to, you know, transition to Christianity. And so they wanted to look for common points, which obviously there are mostly no common points. That's the whole point. If Christianity had common points with um, ancient pagan religions, then there was no need for Christianity to have been born. But looking for common points to help transition disbelievers into believing, they're like, oh, look, you know what? 25th December is also very important for us. But actually, 25th December was basically for the sun worshippers and this is a very ancient ancient festival of you know sort of uh, it, it wasn't exactly a celebration per se i mean this was marking the shortest day of the year where the sun disappears and so they would pray and worship for the sun to come back in case the sun was angry or whatever so i mean that was essentially that was the festival and, you know, there are similar festivals that were practiced in Persia, which, um, you know, the longest night of the year is still actually uh, a, 
a festivity that is celebrated in Iran, but obviously not with religious purposes. But it is there, you know, it stems from their ancient cultural, um, which was obviously originally also a pagan ritual. Again, it is similar to 25th December in a way. But the point here is, 25th December is not Christmas. But, okay, if you decided to change the birth of Jesus and, you know, push it down to 25th December and then create a whole story out of it. I see, actually, that is what is disturbing, is that it would have been okay if you just celebrated 25th, you know. But the fact that you changed the whole story of Jesus' birth behind it just to revolve around the 25th of December, that's very disturbing, come to think of it. Very disturbing. But then it also shows how it is that the people um, have been so brainwashed, even in their very belief, that it's uh, no wonder it's so easy to continue brainwashing them and gaslighting them when it comes to their, um, when it comes to current affairs, when it comes to politics, when it comes to their everyday, their daily lives. Like, for example, the fact that the American and European masses are still not aware of the fact that they are living under an Islamic framework, that they are literally living under an Islamic framework, um, the Umayyad system, the Mohammedan system. And it's funny because without learning the, this, this Islamic system, you cannot enter um, the legal industry, you cannot enter the political industry, you cannot uh, be part of the constitution for, um, you know, development. You cannot be part of the Congress or the Senate. You know, you have to study the Islamic framework in order to be part of it because you have to see, after all, you have to run, help run this framework. So you have to see that the foundation of your whole framework is Islamic foundation. And then you have to learn what are the differences as in what are the different twists and turns that you may have added to that framework to suit your purposes. And again, I find this very surprising um, that the mass is still unaware of the fact. And I think if anything, Trump was actually doing a, a dang good job of showing them that by stripping them off of what they took for granted. Um, and that was part of the Islamic framework, the healthcare, the, you know, um, educate the education's um, development system of the progress that was being made. Um, you know, the women rights, the children rights, the gender rights. He was stripping you all of that because you wanted a non-Muslim influence, a non-Islamic influence in your society. And he promised you that, so he was giving you that. So why did you have a problem then? I don't know. But anyway, coming back to my point here on the hypocrisy and here's why I would refer to it as the hypocritical Christmas cheer by the West. Because how can you sit and talk about Christmas cheer when you are directly involved in terrorism, in war, in ethnic cleansing, and in genocide all over the world? How is it that you can sit there and talk about Jesus and talk about Christianity and talk about kindness and mercy and humanity when you are the very source 
of the dehumanization of Palestinians, of the dehumanization of Muslims, of the dehumanization of Kashmir. You are the very source of all the wars, the war between Ukraine and Russia, um, the wars between Iran and Iraq, um, which you almost started, um, the wars that you the, the, the Gulf War that you instigated, you were directly involved in it, you were behind it. Right now, what is going on in Palestine for almost a century, and what is going on in Kashmir for almost a century, and the, the constant interference in Pakistan for almost a century, um, that has reached new heights now, because you cannot afford any, any interference whatsoever in your genocide in Palestine, in order to help Israel get a greater Israel, you know, um, the hypocrisy that you are the ones who persecuted those Jews and threw them out of Europe and they were given refuge by the Muslim countries, the very Muslim countries that they have now one by one betrayed and one by one they have destroyed them through war <clears throat> and they have lashed on to Palestine like leeches when actually their real home is back in Europe. So if the Jews actually had any dignity, they would actually go and fight you and take back their homes in Europe because that was their home. Europe is their home. But, you know, you just persecuted them. You did not allow them to settle in America. You did not allow them to settle in Europe. And you just threw them to the Middle East and told them, oh, then make this your home. You are the very reason of all the chaos, the wars around the world, the conflicts around the world. You finance them because you're warmongering states. You create false narratives. You lie. I mean, a, a, a nation that lies about the very birth and the very, uh, you know, the very <laughs> existence and, and, you know, the, the reality about their own religion and way of life. What do you expect? I mean, the very nations that have been celebrating Christmas and revolving a completely false narrative around it. What do you expect, isn't it? That's what one would at the end conclude. What do you expect from such nations whose whole, um, these nations' very existence are based on a lie? You know, your beliefs are based on a lie. So yeah, what does one expect from you people? So yeah, go ahead and keep on celebrating Christmas while you commit genocide in Palestine and while you continue to work with India to commit terrorist acts both in Pakistan and in Kashmir and while you keep on interfering with Pakistan, with Syria, with Egypt, with Lebanon, with Libya and, you know, while you try to instigate wars with China and Russia. Yeah, go ahead and go on with your good Christmas cheer. Yeah, amazing people, amazing. Enjoy your holidays. You know why in Islam, um, well, seriously, you, you know, in Islam there is a reason why slavery is not allowed. There is a reason why listening to other people blindly is not allowed. There's a reason why even parents are not allowed to dominate their children, to, to impose their views and opinions. And here you have America and uh, Europe, self-declared leaders of an alleged free world, 
um, where they are actually trying to force the whole world to live according to them. They want the whole world to live according to their rules, their values. The whole point of having different countries, as I've mentioned about a thousand times in so many ways, is the individuality, the fact that every culture, every, every nation has their own sets of values that they follow and they wish to follow a certain lifestyle. That is why you have different countries. That's why you have different cultures. That's why you have different civilizations. So, you know, we, the whole beauty of humanity or anything and everything in this universe is individuality. Look at plants, look at animals. You know, if you look at the fauna flora kingdom, and if you look at, um, you know, even if you just look at up, up at the skies of the universe, you will see that every single thing is different. There is no, um, you will not find any two things that are completely identical. If nothing else, our very DNA is individual. And that is because that is the whole point of the universe, is that we're not the same. We're all different. But there are certain basic sets of principles and values that are called code of law and ethics that we need to follow. But beyond that, we're not allowed to force anybody to live according to our thoughts, our opinions, our values. And in Islam, that is equivalent to slavery. So when parents, even, for example, in Asian culture, we still have that, that Hindu um, sets of values where parents think that they own their children. And then parents, you know, seem to, and it's true, because no matter, even though people have become Muslims and people have converted and everything, <clears throat> but that cultural, that, that pre-Islamic cultural trait that has followed us is where parents seem to think that they own their children. And then they co complain so much whenever the children try to be individuals and do their own stuff. They complain as if, you know, as if it is just uh, the biggest sin ever. But actually in Islam, the biggest sin is forcing your values, your opinions, and your time on your children. You know, in Islam, you're not even allowed to talk too much about your time and influence your children on your time as how you lived back then and what was going on back then and how life was back then. Because as Islam says, they're born for a future time and they need to be ready for that. So you were born for your time. They are born for their time. But that is the biggest mistake that parents have ever made in our society. And that is they keep all, they always keep trying to, you know, control their children. They want to control their thoughts. They want, how are you any different? You see, this is how you see that this is, this is why the whole world is hell bent on domination. It stems from individuals. You see that in families, and then it goes on to society, then it goes on to nations, then it goes on to a global arena. So basically, you're ending up with this global phenomenon of domination. Why? Because it has it is your individual trait that has become part of your culture where you want to dominate people. So parents feel they, that they have the right to dominate their children. Children feel they have the right to dominate their siblings and you know so this this whole cycle of domination it becomes a national phenomenon and then it becomes a global phenomenon and here we are and this is why in islam you're not even supposed to listen to a scholar or a priest in islam there is no concept of a priest why because you are supposed to use your own brains 
God says that he's given you the book, he's given you the prophets, he's given you the traditions, you've made compilations of all of them. Study, observe, use your brains. So basically human, me human beings are lazy and the education system also makes us more lazy. Although the education system was created to enable our brains to question but now that very education system is now in making sure that our brains do not have the ability to question. And that is why it goes against Islam. Anything and everything that stops your mind from independently thinking pushes you to slavery. And in Islam, you are slaves to nobody but God. So the minute you get dominated by somebody else, the minute that person tries to force you to live according to them, that is slavery, even if it's your own parents. Okay. And parents need to remember, again, that this is a role, a temporary role. Your parents to your children only in this world. Your children are your children only in this world. But the actual world that we came from, that we have to go back to, in that world, we are all fully grown individuals that have no ties whatsoever to each other. And we will only continue to have ties with each other when we go back, if we wish to. You need to keep that in mind. When you realize that you are right now playing a role and everything is temporary, you, you start getting your priorities right. But the thing is that human beings don't want to remember that. They don't want to remember the truth. It's, it's too much for them, I think. And again, why is it too much? Because they have been shut down. Their minds have been shut down. They've been gaslighted. They've been brainwashed. They've been educated to shut down. So when you talk about Christmas cheer, think about that as well. Um, and even, you know, the, the Muslims, when you talk about Islam, first of all, think about what exactly is it that you're following? Are you following Islam? Are you following Hinduism? Are you following paganism? Or are you following this, this colonial Christianity that has been branded on you? What are you following? Just food for thought. And this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.